He'd shared the front bedroom with Luke. Then, four months ago, the builders had finished the second-story addition, and Ray and her mother moved upstairs. Their old room, with its view of the creek and the forested canyon, became hers. Before she'd lost her hearing, she'd loved the whisper of wind through pines, and since she had no way of knowing how different it sounded in a redwood forest— The sight of branches swaying recreated that sound in her mind. Even after six and a half years of deafness, she sometimes awoke expecting her hearing to have returned, like her sight with the dawn. Joey wasn't totally deaf. The doctors had told her mother that she'd lost about 70% of her hearing, leaving her able to hear lawnmowers, chainsaws, horns honking, sirens her brother's wails when he was hungry, and his shrieks when he was hurt. All other sounds were lost. Still, over the years, she'd gotten used to the silence, and liked it in many ways. She did miss the quiet rhythm of normal conversation, birds singing, and music. Listening with her eyes always reminded her of Smiley, the nickname she'd given her nurse in the hospital because of the yellow smiley face button she wore. On the day Joey's mother told her she was deaf, Smiley had made it seem like a gift, promising Joey that she would always keep the memory of certain sounds, phantoms she called them, like her mother's voice, rain, and the wind through pines. Smiley said that she could attach those remembered sounds to whatever she pleased, even to silent things like leaves falling and butterflies. She lay for a while with her thumb jammed into her fist and watched the music of the tree limbs swaying until she was jolted by the slamming of the door to the bedroom she used to share with her brother. The house would soon shudder and tremble with the energy of a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. Joey stretched and yawned, pulled the covers to her chin, and hugged herself. The air in her room was frigid because she never used the heater, even when the power was on. She hated the feel and smell of electric heat. She preferred socks, long johns, and piles of warm blankets, no matter how cold it got. Unheated air helped her fight down the memory of rusting, overheated trailers or bare-bones apartments sweltering in the middle of winter. Though she liked to sleep in a cold room, she didn't like getting up in one. She scooted out of bed, jerked the spread up to cover the pillows, then darted into the wood stove warmed hall with her shoulders hunched and her hands clamped in her armpits. She glanced down to see if the light was on in the bathroom, then remembered the power was out and opened the door slowly in case someone was there. A candle burned in the wall-mounted candle holder her mother had bought the last time the power went out. Hi, she said when she came into the kitchen from brushing her teeth with bottled water. Her mother turned from the little two-burner Coleman stove and smiled. Where's Luke? Joey asked, then watched her lips. Outside, peeing on the roses. How come? Ray told him it keeps the deer from eating the garden. As soon as you went into the bathroom, he grabbed his crotch and ran outside. Joey laughed. Is that true about the deer? Her mother shrugged. Who knows? Is the power still out in town?
Ruth nodded. Except what's on the mill circuit, the hospital, and the harbor. Where'd Ray go? Up there somewhere, her mother said, pointing with the spatula in the direction of the hill behind their house. Splitting firewood. Pancakes? Yes, please. Joey caught Luke's arm as he came in and kissed the top of his curly blonde head. Ick! he shouted, giggling and squirming to free himself. But I love kissing you, Joey crooned, and swung him off the ground to smooch the back of his neck. When she put him down, he whirled and stomped his foot. No kisses, he hollered. Joey pretended to get the urge again and chased him a few times around the sofa. Her mother waved to catch her attention. Will you get...